Hello, welcome into the official for another great week. We got a show that we are following up with a little bit of our mailbag <laughs> last week. But this week, what we're going to do is tell you three buyer bewares from the 2024 class, three penny stocks, so players you should be investing in now in any way possible, whether it's trading for draft picks or um, if you have areas that you can actually somehow pick these guys up that we think will rise over the course of the recruiting cycle into next season's drafts. And then three must-haves, guys, we are going to try to leave every single draft with in the 2024 freshman class. We'll also, of course, go over all the commitments. That is this week on The Official. Thanks for joining us. Welcome in, gentlemen. Um, first thing I have to say this week is that CampusCanton.com has a brand new partnership with Homefield Apparel, which is an absolutely natural partnership because Homefield creates incredible shirts, hoodies, pants, um, hats now for all your favorite college teams. They've got everybody from St. Peter's who made the run in the NCAA tournament recently to my alma mater, the UF. Florida Gators, which I'm wearing their shirt. Um, I love this shirt. It's old school. Uh, this Gator is like from the 90s, I believe. So all their stuff kind of has a vintage look, but now we have a partnership with them. And you can enter the code CAMPUS2CANTON, that's C-A-M-P-U-S, number two, C-A-N-T-O-N, uh, as a promo code to get 15% off any purchase at Home Field Apparel. Um, we'll drop a link in the description of this video, but uh, really great stuff. I have... I, I think I have 15 of their shirts. I love it. And now we are a partnership with them. So that's pretty sweet. I don't know if you guys have any of that stuff. But you should definitely go check it out, David and Matt. And I want to see some shirts on, on future shows. So uh, you guys, uh, we've got some buyer bewares. We've got some must-haves. We've got some penny stocks. And this was inspired by one of our mailbag questions um that we didn't we felt like could probably be just dedicated for an entire show so you guys ready to get started of yeah, course get into it okay so first thing we've got here <clears throat> are the must-haves i figured we would just kick that off here because you know these are guys we are going to try to leave every draft with in any way possible and you know david leaving not a whole lot, uh, you know, behind the curtain here saying he's going to go with who as your must-have, David. I've got Dylan Rayola. I don't know if anyone's heard of him, but he's, con <laughs> he's considered the top quarterback in the class, um, potentially the only tier one quarterback for me. He's got to still answer some questions, maybe with like some mobility stuff. And he wasn't crazy efficient, but the talent's pretty much off the charts. Um I, you know, George is a fine spot for me. Some people are lukewarm on it. Seems fine for me, but um, I, I mean, it's just like this quarterback class is is questionable. And you know, like I said, if he's if he's like the only tier one guy, which I'm kind of thinking of is like like maybe the best chance to be a a first round court like a first round quarterback in the NFL draft. So 
you know, top five, top 10 pick type guy. So, I mean, it's pretty straightforward. Um, yeah, I think that is absolutely um, a fair take and a guy that many, many people will be wanting to take in the drafts. We do have some clips here. Uh, some of it's a little cut off because I, I was messing around trying to get a new graphic. Uh, I think you can still get a good chance to look here uh, if you're watching on the YouTube show about his arm strength. I mean, he's dropping dimes and buckets all across the field, like, you know, one hash to the opposite sideline, 30 yards downfield, dropping in the bucket. And this is sophomore tape. He does not actually have a junior year highlight tape out yet. Um, I'm sure you can catch some of his junior year full games, but that's all sophomore year. So he's, you know, just his arm strength is off the charts. His ability to hit all areas of the field uh, is very evident. You know, David, I'm surprised, though, that you did that because I'm not sure he, he meets the rushing requirement that you're always looking for and that I am, I'm looking for as well. Is that right? Yeah, I don't think – I think he actually lost rushing yards last year. Um, I don't know. I'm assuming, just, I, I'm assuming he's going to, like, be a little more athletic. I don't know. These guys are always growing, getting more athletic. He's pretty young, too, I think, for the class. Um, I'm expecting him to be better in that regard as a senior. If he doesn't see, check that those boxes. That was an boxes. offensive lineman. Is that an offensive lineman? So I'm not sure if like that hyper athleticism is uh, in the cards. I mean, like, it, I mean, he's still like a Hall of Fame athlete, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. I don't know about Hall of Fame, but he was like an All American. He was, he was really, really good. All right, Matt. For your must-have, you went with a guy who might not even be the highest-ranked wide receiver in the Ohio State class. That is Mylon Graham, but he's a must-have for you. Talk to us about it. Yeah, I mean, I, I could have gone with Mika Hudson here. I felt like it was probably a bit too obvious, so I went with my deep pick of wide receiver two instead. Uh, but, you know, he's probably not going to be the consensus wide receiver two. But either way, I mean, I, I'm incredibly high on him. I, I would take him over any wide receiver in the 23 class. Um, I, I whoa, think he's just whoa, a, whoa, whoa, whoa. You I, take I, him over any receiver in 2023? Absolutely. Holy cow. And there's I, a lot of good ones. In I think I just think he's a total package, really. I mean, if you're worried about the, the size, I mean, it's only 170 pounds. That could, um, you know, push some people away. I, it doesn't bother me. He's the same size as Devonta Smith already. That's been his comp for on three, and i totally on board that. Super refined, really good after the catch, good ball skills, uh, fantastic athletically, you know, 21.4 miles per hour, I believe. Uh, very flexible, fluid athlete. The only concern really is, uh, you know, the the level of competition is low. Uh, you know, like, uh, I think almost a negative SOS. Um, but, I mean, he did everything you could expect. He dominated at that level. And uh, especially considering how bad his quarterback is, you know, going through watching the full game charting, I, I think he did really well. Wow. I mean, I know you were super high on Zachariah Branch. So to say he would be over him, that is something. But he's going to the wide receiver factory, Ohio State. And I agree with you. I mean, 6'1", 170 these days. I mean, that's probably a junior number as well. So he's still got a whole senior year. He's got offseason. I mean, he'll be 180 by the time, you know, he's suiting up for Ohio State, I would imagine. And then you're getting into, like, you know, 
190 by the time he graduates. It's like Garrett Wilson territory. I mean, that's what guys are these days. You don't have the 220-pound receivers hardly anymore. So I agree. That size is not really a concern. All right. For my must-have, I'm going with a guy who is really close, if not my wide receiver one, but isn't going to be ranked that way. And so I put him as a must-have just because I would imagine he will be draftable in every second round. Um, or late first round. So no matter where my pick is, I'll probably be able to get this guy. And that's Draylon Miller uh, out of Texas. He's already 6'2", 198. So he is a bigger guy, but he plays like a very versatile chess piece where you can put him anywhere. He's got the ability for yak. He kind of turns into a running back with the ball in his hands. Um, you know, you can see here that was a little screen and then juking guys. And he's big enough to take some hits and, and has good – uh, you know, even contact balance. This is him taking actually a, a just a carry straight out of the backfield, making guys miss. It's not just running fast in a straight line. In fact, his I think his straight line top speed is good, but not even elite. He's just an excellent mover um, and has a, some nice size and strength to be yak. You know, the fastest guys are not always the yards after catch guys. I think we know that by now. Um, but he seems to be able to make people miss in the open field. Um, there's, there's punt returns on his tape. There's handoffs out of the backfields, jet sweeps. There's uh, slot reps, outside reps. He just kind of does it all. I gave him a seven and a half out of seven and a half. That's our maximum rating for versatility. And I just love that. And a guy who's already kind of big, usually these guys are smaller that do all the different uh, things on the field, but he just does a lot of stuff. And this is a really nice catch. I uh, got cut off there, but that's a really nice catch kind of in the, in a pocket between a safety and a corner chasing him and a safety coming down. And he, and he just seems to have really good all around receiver traits. Uh, I know that the rest of you guys also like Miller, maybe not quite as much as me, but, but we all really like him, I think. So those are our must haves. David's going with QB one, Dylan Raiola, Matt, Mylon Graham, and I will do Draylon Miller. Now let's switch gears a little bit. To the title track for this episode, basically, it's going to be, is Jared Gibson a bust? And that's what I'm going to put on the thumbnail. And so let's give it to David. He's going to probably make some people mad. Why is Jared Gibson a potential bust for you, David? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if he's going to be a straight-up bust or whatever. I just think relative to where he's ranked, and, and I guess some of the services are already, I just, I'm just noticing now that they moved him down. So I don't think – I think just ESPN has him number one right now. But at one point, on three and 24-7 had him number one. Uh, they have number two at this point. But I get it. Like, I totally get it. I mean, he's an IMG kid. Uh, you know, obviously he's getting really good coaching over there. He should be prepped and ready to go. Um, they had, like, a – they actually – IMG actually has their own little, like, combine. I don't know if you guys have seen that, like, so, like, I guess colleges go there and they do, like, a workout. And he apparently had, like, a 40-inch vertical, ran 4.54, uh, has over a 10-foot broad, so, and he's 205 pounds. So, it's like he checks all these boxes. He's ranked real high. And it's just, like, when I watch his tape, I I don't know. I, he doesn't – he's got good contact balance, you can see there. Like, he's definitely a big dude, big, strong dude, pretty good lower half. Like, he has the physique. But something about his tape, like there's not much catching, you know, that I've seen. I don't think he moves that well. Like, I, I think he's kind of clunky in general. Uh, like his change of direction isn't that great. 
Um, but obviously, you know, a guy with like a 40 inch vertical, he does have burst. I just think I'm not going to call him a straight up bust, but I just think temper your expectations basically. And that's kind of what the segment is to me by everywhere. Like, like, I don't, you know, I don't know if he's going to be like a, a day two pick or whatever like that. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, that if he's ranked that high and he's not a day two pick, I mean, I think that's, that's fair to call him a bust. I mean, not even day two. Um, and I think I agree with, with the general sentiment there. Additionally, he's like from Florida, from Gainesville. I think originally, I know he originally committed to Mullen and, and the Gators um, and then moved to Georgia then came back to IMG. Now he's undecided. He's looking at Texas. He's looking at, I think Florida might get an official again still. So kind of a, a roundabout um, high school career for him as well. But like athletically, I think I agree. He, he runs a little, you know, honestly, he reminds me a little of uh, Richard Young, I believe it was last year. It was like a really good runner, but just not super dynamic, not a lot of different things, kind of just like a good, tough straight line runner but otherwise left a little be desired. And, uh, and Richard Young was like RB1 for a while. I think he fell late in the process kind of similarly. Um, all right, Matt. Ryan Wingo, athletic freak. I think he's a top five, top six athlete. Um, does a lot of good testing. But why is he buyer beware for you? Yeah, so uh, as you'll see, these are actually lowlights instead of highlights. I went back through the two <laughs> games that I, I charted to kind That's of bring out some of the plays that concern me. And, yeah, you're going to see here ball skills is a, a big concern. He's a body catcher, and uh, he, I wouldn't even necessarily say he's a very good body catcher because, as you can see, I believe it's seven times in these two games where he comes, you know, balls just – he just doesn't come down to the balls where, you know, he probably should be considering, you know – He's 24 7's wide receiver, too. He should be converting these, I feel like. Uh, you know, I want to see the dominant ball skills, especially from a big body wide receiver like him. Uh, here he is dropping a wide open screen. It's, it, it's just rough. And on top of that, he's not you know, the most refined receiver uh, to begin with. You know, he, can, he can get some separation right now, but that's mostly just from him being bursting and you know, exploding at times just to you know, separate against some lower end uh, high school competition. So. Uh, these are the reasons why, you know, he isn't my wide receiver, too. I, I have him wide receiver 13 right now, which is, uh, you know, pretty close to where on three has him. I have him 14 currently. So, at least I'm not totally by myself there. But Sounds like you're betting on traits even at wide receiver 13 and just hoping things come together yeah. because, like you said, I mean, I don't care how athletic you are, some of that stuff you just may never even translate at two, all. Two drop screens <clears throat> in two games is pretty bad. Yeah. All right, and I'm going to go with buyer beware for me is a guy I sent to the Discord not that long ago. I said, is he even – I mean, is he just straight up bad? Like, not only buyer beware, not as good as his ranking, but, like, might just be bad. Uh, and that's Josh. He's a traitor. He goes to Shamanad Madonna. He shares the field with Jeremiah Smith. You can see here not getting really any separation there uh, on a deep on. You know, he, these are from his highlight tape. These are some of his best plays, according to whoever puts out his highlight tape. And I'm still looking at this. This one, he runs into the DB, like just straight up. I guess you couldn't see it there, but the DB's on the ground because he literally just ran him over. Uh, didn't make a move, didn't get open in any way, just ran over the DB. Um, but a lot of these just like, this was just a bad play by the safety. I mean, he didn't do anything there. He just ran straight and caught a ball. But like, 
I just watch his highlights. I don't see any real good plays. No separation there on a deep ball. You know, just jumped over the guy. Um, I, I don't see anything special. Like, honestly, I don't see anything special at all. Um, again, just kind of like he's mossing people. But in high school, I don't want to see you mossing a guy with contact. Like, that's just not going to impress me at all. And then finally, I think this should be the last play here. He's actually playing defense. Gets an interception as a safety. Um, and this is concerning. Maybe I'm reading too much into it, but he's basically loafing to the sideline here and walking out of bounds where there's at least five to 10 more yards that he could have got. And I just see that a little bit in a lot of his tape. Like he does not seem to love playing football. Um, kind of is a little bit of like soft out there, honestly. And on that on that interception return, I mean, easily 10 more yards and he just like jogs out of bounds. And I mean, you know, if you're in the NFL, fine, I guess, but like if you're in high school, you should still be just like getting every ounce of every play I feel like. So, um, trader to me, I mean, rated high, high four star. I wouldn't say, I don't think he's a five star, but he's an athlete. Most people think he's going to play wide receiver to me. Uh, I'm just not seeing hardly anything that I'm very impressed with uh, from Trader. All right. Now we got the fun ones. Wanted to get the stat. You know, those are kind of like, you know, I don't love talking bad about players. I don't love talking about guys I don't like, but that is part of the game uh, that we play here. We got to, we got to, you know, sound the alarm on some of these guys, but the fun stuff is the penny stocks. So these are really low rated guys here. I know there's at least a couple that aren't ranked by some sites yet that we have identified we think will rise over the cycle and into the drafting season next year. Keep an eye on these names. David, you went with a quarterback here that I was unaware of, but I will say his highlight tape is very fun because, like, I guess his school has some drone footage, so there's some pretty awesome-looking um, highlights here. So talk to us about Aiden Glover. Yeah, he's got some fun plays on the old drone footage there. Um He's uh, QB 83 on 24-7. Um, he's just interesting because he checks he checks quite a few boxes for me. Like the side, like he's 6'3", 191 at, at the uh, at one of the elite 11s. He ran 4.67, 34-inch vertical. Um, he's got like a 33% rush market share. So, he, but he actually does have pretty good functional athleticism. I thought like he moves pretty well in the pocket. Um, my my initial opinion on him was actually it wasn't actually from his tape it was just from um, seeing some of his summer training stuff that he posted on Twitter and like his arm to me looks like real good like it, and it looks effortless and natural to me which I like like there's no weird hitches it's, it's it looks smooth to me everything looks pretty smooth um, you know like him, him throwing on the run is is it just looks right to me um, but uh, you know he also has like Ivy League offers, like he's got Yale, he's got Yale on there, he's got um, a couple of uh, Dartmouth is on there, but then yeah, he's got you know, like the Stanford's and Northwestern's, so you know, presumably a smart guy, smart, athletic, good size, good arm, hasn't played a lot of football, so I think he only has um, 150 attempts so far in high school, so like that could be there's not a ton of tape on him. Um, he's not playing great competition. So, you know, we're kind of buying, I guess that's the point. We're buying low on him. Um, I'm expecting, yeah, that's a wild throw. 
yeah, uh, you know, I'm expecting him to rise. How much is he going to rise? I don't know. And and if he goes to like Northwestern or something, it's like we don't care. But you know, maybe he has a big senior year and he gets bigger offers. Maybe some SEC offers. We'll see. Uh, and then he becomes more relevant. In, in, so he's interesting. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I would say I wouldn't care for fantasy if he went to Northwestern. Uh, you know, for the CFF side of your C2C leagues, but like. If you really like a guy and he winds up in the Big Ten, you know, and then you have the transfer portal. So, like, I wouldn't give up on a guy. Yeah, but for CFF, that would not be exciting in the first year or two. But you know what he reminds me of watching him today after he put his name up and then even watching again here? A guy who I like towards the end of the cycle, Miles Jackson, I believe, who ended up at Stanford. He's kind of got that, like, just running like a madman all over the field, making crazy plays, uh, and it just works. And he's, you know, he's got that dual threat. I'm kind of interested. That That's cool. Um, maybe he ends up at Stanford with Jackson or, or Northwestern. I mean, Northwestern, hey, Trevor Simeon had a long NFL career, okay? So let's just not write him off. Um, all right, so Matt, Kyan Barry Johnson. Tell me about this guy. Another Big Ten. I think crystal ball or commitment to Wisconsin. Am I right? Yeah. Commit to Wisconsin. We're going to saw off here with three straight, uh, one handy catches from camps the past off season. Uh, really, really good ball skills. Uh, he is on threes wide receiver, 142, 24 sevens, 134 rivals, 82 ESPN, 105. So incredibly underrated at the moment. Um, and I, I just, I, I'm a little bit confused why. I mean, he's blown up this offseason with those one-handed grabs. You put it on the tape, very good mover, moves great laterally, uh, he run, savvy route runner. Uh, he gets open pretty easily. He won the rivals Cincinnati MVP during their uh, you know, 1v1 camp. Uh, rivals own Clint Cosgrove quoted and said, he probably has the best ball skills I've ever seen at the high school level. That's non-exaggeration. That's what makes him special, end quote. Which I wouldn't go as far as to say that, but I mean, it, it, his balls goes are pretty crazy for someone who's listed at 5'10, uh, 162. Uh, I, I think it's pretty insane. And just the package over, I mean, great after the catch, great ball skills. He's going to be able to get open, going to, you know, an offense that should be, uh, you know, very pass heavy going forward with not a ton of young depth there. Um, you know, I, I think this is a C, C2C steal at the end of drafts. No notes, A. Plus. I mean, I don't have a whole lot to say, Matt. I think that was that's a hell of a find. And he's probably going to play slot. And we know in the long go offense, who's now at Wisconsin, that is a, CSF, a CFF gold mine. I mean, that's what Josh Downs was doing at UNC. So there is some absolute major, major upside there. Great, great call. And yes, free at this point, at least. Uh, if there was a draft going on right now, he would be free. All right, I'm going to go to my penny stock. That's Matthew Fuller. He's a running back, six foot two ten. so we already really like that size. And he's been clocked at 21.9 miles per hour at 210 pounds. You just do not see a 210-pound guy very much. Uh, like in that clip right there, just absolutely pulling away from safeties and corners. I mean, it's not only that he gets wide open, but he's, he's, he's beating them to the angle and then also uh i think you'll see at the end here i guess i didn't cut it off well i'm sorry guys but he's basically the only guy in in the entire frame uh and that happens quite a bit uh in his highlight tapes so you love a guy who's 210 and just absolutely blazing speed and straight line i will admit he does have 
you know, a lot of these are breakaway kind of one cut, get to the outside. He, he does kind of get to the outside a lot, um, which is to say, I'm not sure I love the vision inside in the hole and everything like that, but you see he took a hit right after the handoff there, spins around, still gets in the end zone. There's a couple of good instances here of some vision and some cuts back inside. But for the most part right now, you know, with him, he's only ranked on 24-7 as the, I think, RB 47. He's not even ranked or has a profile really on like rivals on three or ESPN. So he is very far down. This is another nice one, a little cut up in the middle. But, uh, you know, at this point, you're just betting on size and speed right now, which is actually a, a you know very simple but also very effective way to mine for you know, gems. And this is him taking an angle to the outside and just beating a safety. Can't catch up to him. Um, he does have – and, and the, another reason he's a penny stock, uh, he has like a South Carolina offer that just came in. He's crystal balled to South Carolina right now. He's out of Georgia. So, you know, there could be some more SEC schools that sniff around here as the cycle goes on. But, like, even if he goes to South Carolina, I mean, that's huge. Like, you can easily be a high NFL draft pick out of the SEC – so he winds up in an SEC school. His stock is absolutely going to rise. There's no question about it. Um, and so I think he's a great guy to have in your back pocket right now. All right, moving on. Um, commitments. We've got some pretty big time commitments this week. Um, uh, one guy who we've been speculating on uh, for quite a little while. I'll let David weigh in because he was, he was on him for a little bit and, and kind of hypothesized this might happen. Jaden Riddell off the decommit for what was it? It's Landon. Is it Landon Thomas who decommitted? And now we've got Riddell committing to Georgia tight end. You, you like this fit, obviously. Yeah. If you're a tight end, like Georgia's a good spot. That, that's my analysis. No. Uh, yeah, I don't know. We could only feel bad for them for so long, losing Landon Thomas, and all of a sudden they, they, they land like the only tight end ranked higher. It's, it must be nice. Um, <laughs> I think he's 97th percentile athlete in Matt's database right now, something like that. Um, kid's got serious juice, serious ball skills. Uh, he's really good. Um, and yeah. I think the, the, the seal the seal the deal was uh, he apparently has excellent basketball highlights as well, you were saying. So... Um... You know, yeah, he's got some hops. We're gonna love Jaden Riddell the whole cycle, and now he's going to Georgia. Just freaking write him in TE1. Don't even ask any questions. Um, all right, Isaac Wilson going to Utah. I actually don't have a personal take on him. I know Matt Bruning, one of our founders at C2C, has been looking at his tape, said he basically feels like he's watching Zach Wilson all over again. Uh, Matt, do you kind of agree with that? Yeah, I wouldn't. I don't even think he's really the arm talent that Zach was. I think that's probably Zach's biggest selling point. I don't think you know Isaac has bad arm, but it's just not quite up to that level. And uh, yeah, I'm not very high. I'll just say that. Yeah, and he's committed to Utah, so kind of an upgrade, I would say, over BYU. No disrespect to the Cougars, but you know Utah is in the Pac-12. They could be competing potentially for a playoff spot. Um, you know, New Year's Six Bowl and things more often than BYU. So um, taking that Wilson name and, and upgrading it to Utah here. Peyton Lewis committing to Tennessee. He's very, very fast. I think that's kind of it. I did not rate him very high. I actually have a grade on him. It is not very flattering. 
Um, I just saw a fast straight line guy, not much else, which is not really going to do it for me at the running back. Well, honestly at, at running back or receiver, I just straight line guys to me don't always do it. So, uh, Feel free to weigh in, Matt or David, if you like Peyton Lewis, or do you agree with me? Uh, I definitely like him a good bit more than that. I wouldn't consider him just a straight line guy. I definitely think, especially in the back end of his highlights, he has a lot more impressive plays that uh, I missed on the first glance. So I, on my second pass through looking at him, he created a good bit higher for me. But, you know, it's still a weak running back class, and he's not even, you know, in my top five. So that being mm-hmm. said, I don't love him that much. Okay, that's fair. I'll have to take another look. Um, and then Raji Dennis Olmis commitment here, guys, basically unrated. He could have been a penny stock for you. Probably Matt. I know you put his name on here, so take it away. Uh, I think he's unranked on 24 seven. Doesn't even have a star yet. Yeah. He, uh, he was a track phenom this, uh, this track season. I think a 10, 300 meter, which is pretty crazy. I think he's like six foot 170 around there i didn't write it down but in that range he goes to edna Carr out of louisiana one of the biggest high schools there and he is uh, apparently looked really good in their spring ball so he could be a late riser after you know not really doing anything crazy in his junior year but uh finally popping off here as a senior so definitely someone to keep an eye on almost not stacked wide receiver room and uh you know high-end athlete so worth a shot maybe yeah i think all those pieces look good all right, everybody, that has been the official. Um, we I didn't really mention the website. If you watch this show at all, you know campusdeganda.com. Go there. You've, we've got everything you need from the college side of fantasy football all the way into the NFL side. And the reason we've named it that is the, the style of league where you actually have a full college fantasy roster, and they graduate onto your NFL dynasty roster. So we've got content all every step of the way from freshmen coming in, like we're talking about right now, all the way to your NFL dynasty needs. Uh, membership starts as low as $2.99 a month and go up from there depending on what tools, what extra features you would like, but tools, rankings, articles, one-on-ones with a founder to talk about your team, uh, you name it. We've got all sorts of goodies there. And then also do not forget homefield.com. I believe it's homefield. It might be homefield apparel. I guess I should have looked that up, but just Google homefield apparel. You will find it and get a 15% off code. If you d- enter promo code campus number two, canton and get some good uh, apparel there um don't forget about that all right gentlemen it was a real pleasure this has been the official